Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this listener right now in your gentle, loving, powerful, and merciful way as they listen to this message from All Nations Church in Tallahassee. Amen. And now Nick is coming to bring God's word for you. Nick and Shabna have been with us for almost eight years now. He's a great student of the word. He has a great insight into the word. They pray and seek God, and I know that uh, God has given him a word directly from the throne. So this morning, would you put your hands together and welcome Nick as he comes. Good morning, everyone. I thank God and the pastors for giving me this opportunity and also entrusting me with this responsibility to deliver the precious word of God to you all this morning. So today, I'm going to talk about a particular um, a small jar. There are many different jars mentioned in the Bible, but and they all have different purposes. They were used for different various things in the Bible. But today we are going to talk about a particular small jar of olive oil, which seemed so insignificant in the beginning, but when it was touched, when it was blessed, it made a big difference. Um, we can see the story uh, as we read Kings, Second Kings, chapter four, verses one through seven. We have them on the screen as well. I'll just read the small passage. The wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, "Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that he revered the Lord. But now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves." Elisha replied to her, "How can I help you?" Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing here at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside, shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars, and as each is filled, put it to one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her, and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, Bring me another one. But he replied, There is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is rest. Father, today, Lord, I surrender myself to you, Lord. Lord, put your words in me, not my words, but you let your words come out of my mouth, Lord. Anoint me, Lord, and anoint your people as they listen to this word, Lord. Lord, we surrender our hearts and minds to you, Lord. Help me, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' holy name I pray. Amen. Amen. So, as we have read the story, there's a woman who lost her husband recently, and she was in full of debts. And her life is in a pathetic situation, and she was helpless. She tried all her means, but she couldn't do anything. And the creditor is now coming to take her two sons as a slave for the rest of their life until she, they paid the uh, money in back. So I want to start with the first point saying, ask God for help. So in those days, God used to talk to the people through his prophets and priests. And so whenever they need something to listen from God, they used to go to the prophets and get counseling from God. So this woman went straight to the man of God, Elisha. 
and that was her only source at the time to talk to God. But now we have Jesus. We have direct access to God because of his son Jesus who shed his blood on the cross for, as a propitiation for our sins and now we have direct access to the God. So now we don't have to run after people. We don't have to good look up for another alternatives of Google or something else, but we have direct access to Jesus. Some people think it is silly to ask for every little thing, but God's word says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. God is interested in every detail of your life. Don't think it is too small, too silly to ask God. You can ask God whatever you want and surrender yourself to Jesus for the, and the will of God be to be done in your life. So, and the next thing that I want to say is bring what you have to God. When Elisha asked the woman, what do you have in your house? She mentioned about the small jar of olive oil. That small jar of olive oil may seem so in insignificant. If you see, God is the author of the miracle. He created the entire universe out of nothing. He doesn't need a substance to create or perform a miracle. But still, he was asking, I mean, everything that Elisha is speaking through is the guidance of the Holy Spirit, uh, through the God. And now we can see that he is asking for a, what you have in your house. He doesn't need the small jar of olive oil to perform a miracle, but God wants to use you in his miracle. In your own miracle, he wants to use you. He wants to put your faith, he wants to involve you so that you will know him better. The main reason God allows certain things in our life so is that we will know him much better by coming closer to him in that uh, situation. Any breakthrough, any deliverance that you, are, that you have received, if you have not found Jesus in that, it's, it's just um, a vain thing. You will just, you're just getting it, but you're not really learning the, the goodness of God or the, about God. And that is the most important lesson that we all have to learn. And in John chapter 6, where Jesus, asked the, where Jesus feeds the 5,000, he asked his disciples to search for food. And they find a small boy offering his five loaves of small bread and two small fishes. I wonder if, I mean, there are so many people there and how come he is the only person who has come prepared with the food? Or is he the only one who is willing to surrender his food to share with others? He did not withheld his food. He was willing to surrender his food. And as Jesus took the food and blessed it, he multiplied it abundantly so that it was sufficient for many people around there. And imagine how much joy the, people, the, the small child would have felt that his small food that he has brought was used and it was blessed and was used to feed many people around there. So whatever you have, don't think anything as insignificant. Just bring it to Jesus. Let Jesus multiply it, bless it and multiply it. And you will, you will be amazed. And the next thing that I want to say is, do not limit your miracle. When Elisha asked the widow to go around and ask all her neighbors for empty jars and not to ask just for a few, she obeyed it. She asked and gathered all the empty jars as much as she could. 
And as she started pouring, the oil started flowing from that small jar of olive oil. As long as there is an empty jar, the oil started flowing. Imagine, and, and she was able to pay off all her debts by selling that oil, and also she still had enough to live on the rest of her life. That is how God has blessed. Imagine if she had thought, oh, this may seem awkward, I'm already bankrupt, I'm already in debts, and or if she had disbelief, trusting what God had said, and she would have, she gathered only a few jars, she would have limited her own miracle. When God tells you to do something, obey it completely. Through your obedience, receive your breakthrough. Do not hinder your own breakthrough by through disobedience or unbelief. And next thing, and I want to say that how we can apply this into our lives. I have three points that I wanted to share. First, what do you have with you? Many times we think what we have is so insignificant, or the talents that God has given us may seem so insignificant to us. And many times we struggle to know our purpose. In, uh, in Matthew, Jesus said, there are, like we see the parable of talents. God has given um, each and every one of us with different gifts and talents. And it is our responsibility to put them into practice, put them into uh, usage, and use it for the kingdom of God. There are many uh, times I struggle asking God, God, what do you have for me? What did you put inside of me? And I used to cry out to God, um, asking God to show me the purpose that you have for me in my life. And last month, I was crying at the altar, asking God, God, show me your purpose for me. I want to be used by you. I don't, I don't want to sit aside and just be like that. I know you have something for me, and I want to be used by you. And I just cried over there asking God for help and to show me his purpose and, and to use me. And two weeks after, just after two weeks, I received a call from pastor and said, would you like to share the message on this Sunday? I was, I was so shocked and I know this is from God. He's helping me, he's encouraging me to start something in my life. And I, I thank God for his work and, and I encourage and I challenge every one of you, whoever is struggling to know what God has given you, your t- gifts and talents, if you want to use your gifts and talents, just ask God to show you if you have the desire and passion to serve God. And the next thing I want to share is gifted versus anointed. When Elisha anointed, the, and when Elisha blessed the oil and anointed it, it started overflowing. It was just a normal oil, just a small jar of olive oil. But when God has blessed it, it started overflowing. There are many people who are gifted but not anointed. There is a difference between the gifted and the anointed. We need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Like when, when the disciples were anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit, you all know the, different, there is a dif- the, the difference they made in the ministry. Their ministry exponentially grew. 
and every one of us here are some somewhere part of their ministry they became the spiritual jars of god carrying the power of holy spirit and they went on pouring into all the empty jars that have that are around us the people so if you are i mean if if you have a gift and you are struggling to see its fruits ask god to anoint it and the third point i want to say is just like when the small jar of olive oil was blessed and anointed it became an overflowing jar as long as there is an empty jar we all wanted to be anointed by the power of holy spirit and we want to overflow but where do we overflow if there is nothing to overflow we are just spilling on the floor god doesn't want to do that we need to gather people we need to gather those who need the oil the holy spirit who needs jesus who needs to taste the love of jesus and we need to pour our lives into them and god will provide the oil if we go get the jars and i want to ask and i want to open the altar for an invitation for three different people three different categories if you have a desire and passion to serve god and you're struggling to know what are your gifts i would like to invite you to come to the altar and ask god he will show you just like how he has showed me how he has started something in my life i challenge you you ask god and he will show you the paths he will show you the purpose of your life and the second thing that i want to ask you is if you know your gift but you're not being used or you're struggling with lack of confidence just come to the altar and ask god to be used by god in a powerful way and to give bringing and to fill you with confidence that he is with you it doesn't matter what what you don't have what you have is very insignificant but when god is with you he'll make things work through and the last if you know you're gifted but you're not seeing the ministry to the full to the full extent or you're not seeing the fruits of it i want you to come to the altar and ask god for the anointing of the holy spirit you need the anointing of the holy spirit to work in the ministry in the in the in the gifts that god has given you without the anointing of the holy spirit we we may can do we can do only to a certain extent but we will struggle so i want to open the altar for for anyone who is willing and desiring to serve god passionately to fill to be filled by god to be anointed by god to show the purpose and to anoint the gift that he has given you and do not limit your miracle you made it to the end of the message and now what is god leading you to make a change are you needing a good church home where you can grow and help others grow as you fulfill your part in the body of christ then we invite you to join us at all nations church on sherer road in tallahassee a multicultural church founded on the truth of god's word and the power of the holy spirit our sunday morning service is at 10:30 and wednesday night service at 7 
plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For more information, visit our website, allnationstallahassee.com.